0: Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. All right. If it is, it is, baby. That's what they say sometimes. You know, I used to go to the water park by my house growing up. And it wasn't real close to us, but it was, you know, close enough. You couldn't go barefoot over there. You had to put on shoes. That's how far away it was. And we go to the water park and uh, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't much of a place. You know, the biggest attractions out there, they had um, a water slide and they had, uh, allegedly they had the coldest root beer in the area. So you'd go in there and people would be like, it ain't that cold, I can handle it, you know. Uh, you know, people drive down from the north, you know, from Canada and Saskatchewan, you know, Michigan. They drive down, oh, I can
1: handle it, I can handle it.
0: And they drive down there. And I remember you'd go in the general store over there at that water park. It's called Lando Pines. And... um, You'd go in the general store there, and man, it was, when you even opened the door to that general store, it was frosty in there. You'd see the Polar Express go by in the distance.
2: All
1: aboard, Wilson.
0: And you'd get in there, and you'd be barefoot, because you'd just come from the, um, you'd just come from the water slide in the pool. And you'd be barefoot rocking around in there. And it's so cold. I remember as a child trying to get back close to the uh, cooler where that root bear was. And I remember hugging it. You'd hug anybody who was in here. Help me. I remember there was an old woman by the baked beans one time. And I just damn got right up in between her legs for a minute. Just just trying to get to that root bear. And you'd get, finally, you'd get back near the thing and you'd have you, two or three of us kids pulling on that root beer, on the, uh, the cage it was in. It was in like a big cage, big glass cage, a big aquarium, you know, because it was just, it was so powerful and so cold. And you'd have to pull on that door and get your little buddy, help me, Terrence, help, help, Terrence. And little Daniel be over there on the other. He'd be pushing against the damn door. He thought he was helping. And he's over there just, you know, he's leaning on that bat Like, dang, come on, man. And finally, you get it open. You get that door open. <sighs> Santa come walking out that bitch. I mean, it had been, it, you know, it was cold in there. Santa come out. You'd have a damn, uh. Um you know, a little uh a damn penguin come walking out that bitch. And he'd been in there looking at pornography. And you're like, damn, how do you know? How can he even touch himself? He just got them two rudders on him, he don't even have a he can't grip nothing. But he was doing it anyway, you could see the shame on his face. But he'd get that the 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 uh glass door open and all these root bears would be sitting there You could barely see it was so cold. This fierce coldness is coming at you, and the lady at the counter was like, "Close the door!" And you grab one, dude. It took all the energy you had inside just to grab one and lock onto that can. And you, at that moment, you damned the makers of the root beer, because why they put it in this cold? The can is cold and you got and then you bounce that thing all the way up to the register you and your friend tossing it to each other you set it on the desk on the counter and that lady would be like you know 65 cents and mama giving you a little bit of money and you put your money up there and you get it. And you'd walk out of there, man, and just out into the distance. Out into that just the back into the world, the warm world. And you'd gone on an adventure. You'd gone and you'd re- you gotten something. You'd gotten a piece of dang. You'd gotten you a thing. You'd gotten a you'd had a journey getting there and then just so cold. And then you couldn't take your hands off the can I remember one time my hands got stuck to the can damn all day just you know I looked like a you know like one of those guys outside of a of a uh, of a Macy's or something at Christmas you know trying to you know beg for money shaking that can you know I couldn't you just couldn't get my hands off of the can I couldn't uncan my hands just sure. Those are the days, man. That's what I miss about summer. I miss going over there to Lando Pines. And you'd want, and some of them they had red root beer. It was this Barks root beer, and it was red, red. And you'd sip that, and it'd make your lips all red and pretty. And you'd wander out into that, you know, they had a lot of weird perverts out there, maybe pedophiles out there living out there barbecuing. You'd see a guy in the distance out there, you know, putting damn lotion on his arms and grilling up a couple of uh, um, Johnson's brats. Like, damn, what's he, you know, that guy even got a family. You know, and just putting cologne on. You'd see a man putting cologne on by himself and grilling wieners and grilling franks. God. But those are the days, man, I missed that about summer. I missed that about being a child when everything was an adventure. Those days of even just being out there at Lando Pines Water Park and walking into that cooler and getting you a cold root beer. Mm. You know, everything, when you're young, everything was an adventure. And I miss that. You know I do. Let's get into it. Come on, baby we gonna make it, guys. We're gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. So are you.
1: I'm on a come up. Yeah. yeah. Feels real good after I've been so blue. Mm mm-hmm. hmm. on a come up. I'm on a come up. It feels so good to have a brand new view.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I just broke off with my baby, now I can finally get the love on you, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah, yeah, Well, I just moved up to Lucky Street when the mayor came and said to me, here on the comma. Flame to see between you and me, we got so much love and chemistry. It's gonna come up. Well, good things keep on coming, and there ain't gonna be no running. No, I'm on to come up.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, right there. And that's Eddie Nine Volt. And they're singing The Come Up. You know, and that's what you ha- you have to you have to believe that you're on the come up. That's a big thing. Believing that there's something that you are on a on a on a forward turn. That you're on a that your projection overall is upward. You got to believe that. You got to believe that. I hope you do. If you're feeling like you don't, I hope you I'll be able just to just to to remodel that. And don't listen to yourself for a second and listen to me. And let me tell you that you are on the come up. You are. You are in whatever you're going through or dealing with or been dealt with. You know, you playing blackjack with the the devil, baby. That's a life is just you sitting right there. Hit me, hit me, hit me. You know, and then bust. Damn. You know, it's just. So whatever you've been dealt or you whatever you're dealing with, just slow the game down. Look for the waitress. Order a water. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. Um man, I uh oh, I got to go see Hank Williams Jr. last night. Out here in the Central East, baby. And if you haven't seen this man, you know. Thunderhead, baby. You know what I'm talking about. This man, he's a real Rostabout, you know, he's a real uh He's a real He's like a like a Hmm He's a I mean he is just a damn super honky That's what he is, baby. He's a real he has got I mean, he's got music he's got music built into him. You know? you pat him on the back, a damn ballad'll come out of him. I bet when they burped him as a baby, I bet uh you know, a couple of B flats fell right off his tongue. I mean that fell he just he's got this gumption in him. And a lot of you guys know who he is. you know he you know he's a legend. He's legendary. And he's legend non dairy. He's lack, you know. He's 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 probably also a lactose free legend because I don't know if legend dairy is. I don't know what that. I don't know if that's cheese based or what it is. But he is. Um, he's a whisper. He's this whispery whiskey whisker cat. He's this. He's kind of this fat cat that's never been neutered kind of, you know, he just, it was interesting to watch him. It was really interesting to watch him. Um, I've gotten to know some of his family over the years, uh, bre- mildly, you know, just by acquaintance. And uh, anyway, I got to go see him play live and that was, uh, that was quite a treat. Him and uh, Dan Auerbach from the Black Keys were over there and a lot of other beautiful women and men I think and somebody else was on stage they could I think it was a woman or man it could have been a man could have been a thicker woman not sure the angle I was at you know I don't know but anyway beautiful music and uh and just a good time and also I'll tell you what else I got to see I got to see you guys I got to see you guys uh Went out to Albuquerque over there. I haven't, I haven't talked to you since that. Albuquerque. Somebody's like, hey, say, welcome to Albuquerque. Car, 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 car. It's like, how many k car are in Albuquerque? I said, man, I, I'm happy to be here. I said, he goes, where? And I said, and they trick you because they want to hear you say it. Because they know you can't say it well because nobody can. Because they can't also. And the man said, uh, I said, I'm happy to be here, and the guy goes, Where? And I was like, Albe k Albe K And the guy's like, Oh, you mean Alba This uh, the, the whole day they they don't even if you look at it in the on the map it says A L B E R K K K K K K and then has a bunch of just dots. Like what is it? One of the cues has a line going over the top of it, you know, like unlimited cues or whatever. Damn, you know. And one of the cues, if you look real close, you can see him over there carrying a couple other little cues on his little, you know, his little hip or whatever that thing is—a little goiter, whatever cues have on them. But damn it, and Albuquerque—that place is, (laughs) that place is insane, bro. I never seen anything like that, bro. I ne- the people. Thank you, first of all, for coming out. The show was good. That that one was. It was a little tough in that venue. I felt like, but it was good. Um, and I was just so grateful to. I mean, people came out. They got babysitters. They drove. They made this effort, and they came to see me, man. And that's what I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that support. And I mean, they had dang, uh, everybody, people like, dude, they got aliens, man. They got aliens, bro. They have alvatos that out. They got like Area quinceunos uh, out there. Hey, dog. You believe in Area 151? Like, what? Yeah, dog, you know what I'm talking about? Aliens, papa. Like, what, dog? Like, que paso? Pero, oh, dog, I'm talking about aliens, dog. You like Area 51, dog. You know what I'm talking about? Area 51. And I'm like, Bro, I I fucking, and dude, the crazy part is everybody there is talking about aliens. And the aliens are the people, bro. We went into the, um, we went to a Love's gas station because everything shuts down in Abbey. Yay. At probably about midnight, or probably at 10 p.m., bro, we had to walk, because one of the Ubers, the man said, I ain't coming over there. I'm like, all right, fuck, my all right, you know, we'll figure it out, we'll do old-fashioned. So we walked, you know, the original Ubers, baby, you know what I'm talking about, feet and kneecaps, baby, that freaking ligament, that, f- them, you know, them little ligament, uh, you know, them bangers, baby, them lifters, legs. I was like, all right, we'll use these bitches. And uh, so we start walking. First guy we see has a sword. Okay, that's wild. Guy had a sword on him, and he was a grown man, too. And we just didn't want to kind of, he was a a lot, he was walking around, but you could tell he was asleep. So he's one of those sleep swordsers. So it was just one of those, he's almost like one of those, like on a game. On a video game, if you don't get close to them, they don't know you're there, kind of. He was like that. So, like, all right, let's just maneuver around Um, this little guardian of the uh, Greyhound. He was basically guarding a Greyhound station. Um, But anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, Albuquerque. Yeah, but everybody there, they talk about the alien, but the aliens are there amongst the people. They're so mixed in. And we went to a gas station, and this guy in there was just walking like, just like... He moved like his head. He kept moving his arms up above his heads while he walked, like, "Oh, dog, I'm looking for some rollos. I'm looking for a what you call it." And everybody there had a parole officer with them, and that blew my mind. But that's solid police work, and um, and thank you. That was that was great, man. Over there in the yeah. that was great. We saw that. Uh, what else happened, man? Um, yeah, I tried to do meet and greets after the shows in most of the city. I try to pop out and say, hey, if I have the energy for it. Um, and we made it over there through uh, Midland and Lubbock. And we made it over there through, um, where else were we? Dallas. Beautiful, man. You know, thank you all to Texas. And then we, you know... This fast week, we made it through Georgia and over there to Alabama, and uh, but what else happened? Oh, oh, also in Albuquerque, they're like, "Dog, you got to try the chilies, dog. Have you had the green chilies, dude?" Somebody, <laughs> that place is crazy, dude. Uh, I went, uh, I went to like this meeting there. Um, you know, I got fifty one days sober right now, so that's where I'm at. And uh, I'm feeling very grateful for that. Uh, And so I went to this meet and the other dude, I know you're not supposed to talk about what happens in meetings. That's fine. I was at a meeting once, then I'll say it like this. And it was just me and someone else. And the man was hitting on me, bruh, in there. Like, dude, I'm trying to get sober, dog. Not gayed out. You know, so it was just like, dang, bro, you got to watch that stuff. So uh, if you're in a meeting and a guy takes his shoes off, dude, and um, he started doing that cat's cradle thing with his shoelaces, he took them out of his shoes and was doing cat's cradle with them. I'm like, God, you know, but um, but in Abiqui. <laughs> They always want you to try the green chilies. People are like, dog, we my cousin got attacked by two guys with um lightsabers, you know, but have you had the green chilies like that's all it is there. It's like, man, my friend got run over by a Volkswagen, but um but have you had the green chilies?" People are like, dude, man, uh, my uh, you know, my wife fell off a building last week and it was, you know, nobody knows what happened. I was up there with her and we got in an argument and she went off the edge. And uh and damn, have you had the green chilies, man? Because they are good. So it's just that kind of place, it's that green chili belt over there. And look, I will say this they are good. Everybody in Albuquerque. Seem like they uh, are waiting for a Greyhound bus. Even if they're not at a Greyhound station. I feel like everybody has luggage. Um, Yeah. Everybody like has a ticket. Like I'm waiting for the train. And they're just there's not even near any tracks. It's just it's just a unique area. You know. Even birds are like man fuck dog. What the fuck is happening here. Um, but I'll say this, the people that came out, beautiful folks and, uh, and thank you guys for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Then we made it through Lubbock and Midland and over to Dallas and that was amazing. And then, uh, um, what else? Oh, we went to Savannah, Georgia. We got a a lot more things to talk about. A lot of great calls came in, man. Um, and I'm feeling good and I'm feeling good and I want to thank you guys for your support. Um, I want to let you know that, oh, I will be in Florida in two weeks. You, may, you can see me over there. Uh, June 23rd, Hollywood, Florida. June 24th, Fort Myers, Florida. June 25th, Daytona Beach, Florida. And June 26th, Lakeland, Florida. Um, yeah, and I also want to let you know that we have um, the NBA championships are going on. You know it's Dallas and Golden States, and uh, you can join the finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook. They're an official sponsor, uh, official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any five dollar NBA bet and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets instantly. Wow, that's beautiful. If you're looking to turn a small bet into a big. Payday during an NBA Finals with DraftKings Same Game Parlay. You can do that. This NBA season, a customer placed a $5 Same Game Parlay and won over $5,000. That's amazing. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code T-H-E-O. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code THEO, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show for details. Um, and we, uh, we have notes, a disclaimer for that in the uh, episode of the show, in the show's notes. And also, if you have a gambling addiction or something like that, then I recommend that you do not gamble. And that you reach out for help. What else? Oh, well, when I want to say protein powder can be intimidating. You know, sometimes you open up a can and you hear guys in there and they're, you know, they're, they have baseball bats and they're really, you know, they're talking smack and stuff. And you're like, oh, this protein powder sounds, is intense. Um, but the fact is we all need protein. A great percentage of your body is protein. Think about that. Look at an animal. Touch it. What's that? Protein mostly. It's not just about muscles. Protein helps support bone health and satiety and satiety. Satiety. And as we go through life, protein needs change. So it's important to choose a mix for different life stages. Rituals. Rituals. Essential protein is the delicious plant based protein powder with three distinct formulas designed to meet the body's changing protein needs. I like this plant protein, man. I like plant protein. Um, they have the daily shake 50 plus, which adds calcium HMB to the mix, helping to build and maintain muscle mass for healthy, active aging. If you are aging, Callan, they have daily shake pregnancy and postpartum. If you have a baby, uh, or your pregnancy or lactation, this, this, this stuff will bound you up, get you ready. Rock. You feed that baby with that dang milk rocket. So the Ritual difference, uh, one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. You know what, how, and why of every labeled ingredient. They even offer a money-back guarantee for not 100% in love. There you go. TPW listeners get 10% off with your first three months at ritual.com slash T-H-E-O. Visit ritual.com slash T-H-E-O today for 10% off your first three months. Thank you for supporting the podcast. And just thank you guys for coming out, man. Just seeing everybody's faces, getting to shake hands with people. Um, And just to be in the same room, you know. uh, I wish I could just spend the hour just get off the stage and just walk around and just give a damn hug to everyone. Um, But but we did what we could. And thank you to everybody that came out. Where else? What else can we talk about here? Um, Oh, the bus broke down. That bastard. Now. That thing had some. I mean, it was. <clears throat> I mean, that thing. It looked like it had. It was just made out of dang. Uh, you know, like um. It would just like it would just had that dirty diaper vibe from the jump. It was. Uh, I know there was a pair of um, men's boots, small men's boots under my bed, and it was interesting. I thought they was children's boots when I saw them. Said so this is children's boots, and it's a little creepy to have children's boots under your bed on a bus. That's you know strange. And the bedding looked like they had just beaten it out of Clint Eastwood, like somebody tied it up and they just punched him so many times that a damn, you know, bedroom set popped right out of his skull. It was just had an old, you know, a older motif, kind of western, kind of a, you know. A, Kind of like somebody, you know, so I don't know, you could I bet it felt like something bad had happened to Native Americans in the area of the blanket. That's what it felt like. It felt it was an old blanket. Anyway, they had children's boots under the bed, but on the back of a children's boot, it said men's on it. And that's when you got to really question what's going on when somebody's writing men's on the back of a children's boot so so anyway what else do we have man um a lot of people came out people with damn tits people one leg no leg half dude came out half a head dude came out no teeth bro lost all his teeth he said for two years he's had no teeth and um beautiful Beautiful dude, so I don't know what he also. He started saying something else. I had no idea what he said because the teeth help a little when you wording out. But that fella came out. A couple people with wet hands came out. I remember that. Um, somebody. Oh, people left gifts. Uh, a lot of nice things, this and that. Um, and then we hit also. Uh, some other places out there, Savannah, uh, and. Um, Augusta, Georgia. And that place, I mean, some of these towns, you get out, I mean, Augusta, you, there's nothing downtown. There's not even a goat. You can't even, they don't even do uh, Montgomery, we went to, Alabama. You know, um, and that's Rosa Parks country over there. And Rosa Dun park somewhere else because there's nobody downtown there either. That place, I mean, they don't even have ghosts. Even the ghosts are gone. They used to do ghost tours. And now I thought, saw a thing that said ghost tours closed even the ghosts have left and that's when it's you know when not only do humans leave but then even the spirit you know you know that there's a there's a bus full of you know just realms and and ghosts leaving town i'd love to see the cops pull that bus over just stops and there's no the license and registration is just nothing is sitting there um but yeah man just great shows thank you to everybody that came out a lot of great energy just beautiful folks and uh i wish i'd have gotten to say to hey to everyone in person but just a lot of kind messages and and things that i did hear from people and so thank you uh what else man um oh my boy tight ernie came out growing up this fellow we grew up with named tight ernie and he was tight, boy. His body was just damn, I mean, just condensed like a damn Twix, bro. You know, his spine was real narrow. You know, like one of those kind of fat orange extension cords. That bitch was real. I mean, it was a just a, you know, it was a just a, you know, it was that, it was a, it was a lean portal he had on him. He was just real. His whole body was tight and condensed, you know. Um, If he lifted his right arm his You know To shake your hand His left leg would go up He was just His whole body Was just real condensed Like that And uh, they call him Tight Ernie baby And he's You know He could hear I mean it sounded And when he, his windpipe Was tight He was You know He had that tight pipe On him And when he talked It was He How you He I mean, like his daddy had just damn fucked a flute. You know what I'm talking about? Somebody in that family, you know, got a little uh risque with a um What is it? With a woodwind. You know what I'm saying? You know, somebody definitely Somebody was somebody was putting wood into a woodwind, baby, in that family because that dude, fucking damn, boy. And I grew up with that fella, man, so it's just crazy to see him. Some folks brought him out because he can't drive. He can't handle that steering wheel. You know, watching him drive, it's like if you see somebody put one of those, the club, they used to put the club on their car, on the steering wheel so nobody would steal it. That's like watching him drive. He's just so tight and concise. You know, he's just built like a damn... Um, you know, he's built like a, uh, let me look at these woodwind instruments. What are nine woodwind instruments? Oh, yeah, he's built like a damn oboe or a bass clarinet, bro. There you go. Um, but, yeah, great times, man, great times. Uh, what else happened? Everything, man. You guys had some calls. I. That's really what I want to get to. I want to get to you guys calling in and uh, just hear what's up with y'all, you know um but yeah i'm just trying to stay alive and stay happy and stay well man and i hope that's the same thing that you are doing um i know you are what else do we have some calls came in let's just get into a couple um i felt like it was something else fun i was gonna tell you but I might have forgot it Oh, the bus broke down and they gave us a, a new bus. They got us a new bus. It took a couple of days. But we drove for like nine hours just in the back of the bus. No power, nothing. Just hot in there. Just bacon. I mean, just, you know, like somebody just like the toaster, you know, just like a little toaster. And that bitch, I got out of that thing finally. I wanted to put damn butter on my back and eat my ass, bro. You know what I'm saying, dude? It just, you know, I wanted to put a dang little uh preserves up and down my legs and back because i was lightly i'm just a little bit browned on the outside brother you know what i'm saying affirmative action baby that affirmative action stroller that's what we were in because i was just baked when i got out that bad boy i was browned out praise god now before we get into um the new the the calls let's get into a little bit of news a little bit of intel baby and you know what I do for my news, baby. I take my news straight out of the nearest Asian, baby, right off the press, baby. God's freaking publishing company, bro. You know what I'm talking about. There is, that. that's facts. That's all facts. You 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 freaking get to know a good Asian person and that's facts, son. Xerox ain't got shit on a good Vietnamese friend, bro, or Polynesian.
2: What you got there, Rally Mao? Uh, nothing much. Great to be here.
0: Yeah, nice to hear you today, man. You sound um, your voice sounds a little bit deeper. Say something for me.
2: Uh, hey Theo, how's it going?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Have you been doing any different activities? You know, uh, did you have a birthday? Have you been um, eating anything that would make you sound stronger? Doing any thing like that, manly stuff? You've been watching any? Uh, fights or westerns? Anything going like that in your world?
2: Um, I've been drinking lots of protein powder, eating lots of protein. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And what's got you doing that? Um, I'm actually with a trainer. He's been um, working out with me.
0: Oh, that's great, man. And what are some of your long term goals with uh fitness?
2: Uh, just to you know be fit, don't get fat. Um, you have fat family. I do not. Praise God,
0: brother. Ah, it's hard to trust a fully lean family. I've always thought. If I see a family and everybody's lean, it's hard to it's hard to trust everybody over there. Um, what else is going on with you, man? You do you feeling good? I did have a kidney stone. You did? I did. Wow. And what do you, what do you think it was caused by? Damn, baby, that's the Lord's fruity pebble dog, and you had that
2: bitch, huh? Yeah, I have no idea. Um. I'm supposed to find out from the doctor in a little bit. And how big was it? They let you keep it? No, they didn't let me keep it, but I caught it, and it's like very, very small. Wow. Like a pebble.
0: Hmm. And um, what did you do with it? You turned it in? Yes. Wow. Because I don't know if those are catch and release or not. I don't know what the legal – I don't know what they let you do there uh, – I don't know what the, you know, park rangers or whatever would do with that, but, because I'd be, you know, I'd be damned you get pulled over and you got five or six of those in your, you know, in your car or whatever. Um, yeah, we had a buddy in high school, his dad had them, he took them one out at a party and drank three of them, and then he had to get them um, surgically removed out of his uh, penis. So, what's up with you and God, baby? How's God treating you, Riley? Ah, uh, he's great, isn't he? He is, he really is, man. Man, he has just all the silverware, brother. I know that. And when I need a, when I just need something to pick me up, he's got a fork, a spoon. And when I need something to just dang, you know, just slice right into my damn heart, he's got a knife. Praise God, brother. Uh, in the news, what do we got there, Riley? Anything happening in the news? Um, Let's see, a
2: Disney worker ruined a proposal.
0: Oh, really? Let me see. Do we have a video? Is that here? Yes. Let me look at this. And you know what it is, man, and I don't want to say this, really, and I don't know this. But a lot of, uh, 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 Disney is known, it's really a hotbed for um, a lot of gay men go work. there. It's their first step out into uh, a place where they're really, I think, you know, a lot of, it's a Mecca for gay men. It's basically the Wailing Wall in a lot of ways. Or it's like, um, what's another Mecca rally? Um, Like a popular place people go to. build-a-bear no that's that's no like a popular popular place that people go to like a you know a national monument or something all right thank you for the help brother it's um you know it's like a uh Disneyland has long been a hotbed for it's like a it's kind of a uh homoerotic sort of um a halfway house for young gay men, I believe. Have you ever heard this, Riley? I have. And there you go. And um, and so I don't want to. I don't know what this is. Maybe this guy doesn't believe in opposite sex marriage or something. I don't know. Uh, so I'm not accusing anybody. I'm saying that that could be something that has occurred. Um, there could be some opposition to that in that realm. Uh, you also uh maybe they just don't let people get married there because if you notice a lot of the different um cartoons don't have parents they want you to believe they all magically occurred and there wasn't any sex you know nobody wants to think of like a wet uh what's a popular Disney character rally Mao Mickey Mouse Nobody wants to think of a you know, Mickey Mouse covered in amniotic, and a little, you know, maybe a couple of duties under him or whatever from a crazy birth, you know, from coming down the damn, um, you know, the uh, Thunder Mountain, Mom's Thunder Mountain. So, praise God, baby. But uh, yeah, I guess they, they, the man said no. He said you go on out of here, and come back with a, fang, come back with a pretty little, come back with a buddy. Or something. Who knows? I don't know. But they're not letting them do it. And uh, it's kind of bummer. I think if you, you see that in the wedding video, it just promotes Disneyland. But maybe they'd have people doing it all day. So that could also be an issue. What else we got, Riley? Let's get into one more news story.
2: Um, let's see. Oh, uh, some TikTok pediatricians urge people to stop sharing dangerous baby formula recipes. Okay. And were you baby formulaed, Riley, do you remember? Were
0: you... Uh, were you on the on the bag? Are we on the tit? I don't remember. Huh? No recollection. Mm, no. Even if you purse your lips a little, does anything come back to your memory?
2: Mm, no. Nothing uh. to mind.
0: Well, they say yeah, people are making dirty baby formula on here. Um, I'm I'm not, I'm not shocked. Sure, you know, people are doing stuff on tick tick formula. Uh, on tiktok tick TikTok, TikTok, tiktok people doing bad stuff on there everything fake gasoline all kind of shit they people said they came back from the past and shit on there. time travelers all this shit people believe it people believe it and you know i guess it's you know i think if you go in there to get a, a recipe for you know a um a booya base or a good soup that's quality but if you go in there to get a damn uh something to put into a damn newborn you gonna put a damn ninety-eight octane into that bastard, or put something that you know has a afrin in it or something like that? That's poor choice. That's poor choice. What else? Okay, let's do a couple more ads and we'll get into some calls, man. We had some great ones from you guys. Mud Water, I want to let you know, is a coffee alternative with four adaptogenic mushrooms and ayurvedic herbs with one-seventh the caffeine as a cup of coffee. You get energy without the anxiety, jitters, or crash of coffee. Now, a lot of people don't want to do something new in this realm, but you don't realize that coffee sometimes can actually, there's so much rattling in it that it can hurt you. Each ingredient was added for a purpose. Cacao and chai for mood and a microdose of caffeine. Lion's mane for alertness cordyceps to help support physical performance chaga and reishi to support your immune system turmeric for soreness and cinnamon for antioxidants and man let me just tell you there is a comfort when you take this that you you feel like you have more of a control over what's going in you than just dousing yourself with that dirty freaking you know just that primate-ish coffee so, um, yep, yeah, you'll enjoy it. Uh, you can add some honey if you want. You can add a little bit of nut milk if you want. And look, get that out of whatever nuts you want, baby. That's God's plan. Mud is Whole30 approved, 100% USDA organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan, and kosher. Go to mudwater, dot com slash Theo to support the show and use code Theo for 15% off. That's right. Go to M-U-D-W-T-R dot com slash Theo and use code Theo for 15% off. You know, it can be hard sometimes to see the light at the end of the tunnel. It really can. You know, you, I mean, you stand in the you're in the dark, and you don't even know it. And that's what happens a lot of times with uh, high interest debt and high interest credit card debt. You know, I had a card I was paying on for a while. I didn't even realize I was spending about an extra $70 a month. It took me about a year and a half to realize, like, dang, man, I could have been saving. But I didn't know. Can't be too hard on myself. Upstart-powered personal loans can help you pay down high-interest debt all online. With simple and easy to use under easy-to-understand payment terms. They've helped over 1.8 million. Upstart has helped over 1.8 million customers on their path to financial freedom. That's right. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score. So rather than looking at your credit score alone, Upstart's model considers other factors like your income, employment, and other information provided in your loan application to find you a smarter rate for your loan. That's amazing. You can check your rate in minutes for loans between $1,000 $50,000. Don't wait and check your rate today at upstart.com slash theo that's upstart.com slash theo to check your rate today don't forget to use our url to let them know we sent you loan amounts determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your application go to upstart.com slash theo all right let's get into a couple calls here from you guys thank you and as always the hotline is 985-664-9503 Theo, it's Jonah from Seattle, Washington, man, and I just... Jonah up there, and Jonah's a fa- name of a famous whale, too, if you ever looked at that in the Bible or in... um, I don't know if it's in the Bible or if it's just, just, a, just outside of the Bible, but Jonah was a famous whale. Onward. In Seattle area, man, we get pretty crazy with the weed, man, and, you know, I grew up Ever since I was 13, been smoking weed, um, and, and it's definitely an area of my life that, you know, nothing wrong with it, but it's an area of my life I want to grow in, because I can tell it's
3: definitely taking a strong grip
0: on my... Oh, yeah. Weedle. It's comfortable. It's comfortable. It's like walking around with a, you know, just a pillow, just, to, you know, party. It's like a pillow party. Hey, I'm having fun. My brain's kind of fun. Looks cool, looks cool out here. What's going on? Oh, I lost my job. Oh. Oh, all right. Oh, Dunkin' Donuts. You know, that's weed. Let's hear it.
3: My life, you know, and um, I definitely don't know how it is
0: in Louisiana. I was wondering, out there in Louisiana, man, what does it look like dealing with the people who are always stoned? Do you even see them? You know? Well, look, brother, I'll tell you this, man, I grew up in Louisiana, and it's a beautiful place, dude. If you believe in beauty, then you, uh, you believe in that state, and it's one of the top 50 states, and it's Louisiana Purchase. We did that, so half y'all would be Canadian if we hadn't done the deal. You're welcome, but I want to say this. I remember weed was fun. Weed was fun back in the day. You know, you get that swamp gas, baby, and just start huffing it up. And that shit was brown, bro. Some of it have a damn gator claw in it. Or a damn little falcon, half a falcon nut in that bastard. Weed, Louisiana weed, baby, damn. That thing, bro, you take a hit of it and the water level in your your yard would rise. That shit would, whew. That shit was thick, boy. That shit was thick. You know, that thing, dude, you damn, uh... I mean they they had just trimmed baby that shit was that fuck you know that fucking that they trimmed those reggie bushes bro and you hit that slam jordan dog you know what I'm saying baby that shit was sauc and I love getting high as a child it was great i don't care where you were you know uh dude i re- i remember the weed you get a bag of weed on it and if you didn't want to uh smoke it they'd have a damn recipe for you uh make you a little bit of A2 faded, you know? Some um you know, get you a little bit of uh just that gumbo. Just that frickin' get your brains all, you know. You'd have your brain just fucking looking for itself, bruh. You know, you could feel your brain looking for itself, dog. That shit get you gassed up. That shit'll have you singing the national anthem, bruh. At a um That shit will have you singing a national anthem to a spice rack, dog. That's that Louisiana swamp gas. Yeah, getting high in Louisiana was fun, man, as a child. And getting high anywhere as a child is great. If you can do it, do it then and do it well. And do it high. And I remember we used to be over at my buddy's house. And um, we used to get high over there. And his daddy wasn't super his daddy wasn't super fond of gays at the time. He didn't he wasn't anti-gay. He just didn't know anything about it, and it made him real uncomfortable. Um, so me and my friend and my other friend, we'd go outside, we'd smoke weed. I'd come back in early to the house. I'd be the first one back in, and I would go to my buddy's dad. I would know about that kind of gay trigger he had, and I would just tell him, I'd be like, hey, Mr. Mike, you know, uh, you know, they were kind of being a little I don't know what they were doing, sir. They just, I saw them kind of like, you know, somebody took their shirt off for no reason outside. I just, some of the stuff was just, made me uncomfortable, right? So then my two buddies would come back into the house, stoned out the gills, baby. I mean, just fucking fish food and baby, they wasn't doing well. And now suddenly my buddy's dad is grilling them about being gay. And they don't know that I told the uh the dad the stuff. So I used to love that kind of shit, man. Create an ambiance. You know, create an ambiance that um <laughs> you know, that shit was just so good. <laughs> that shit was fun, baby. Those are the good old days. Uh you ever, you ever done anything like that, Riley? You never smoked any weed, have you, Bubba? I've not. And are you afraid? Do you believe that getting high could lead could lead people to homosexuality? Possibly. I mean, there's a lot of there was a lot of drug induced uh, gay activity when I was young, but that was higher octane drugs. You're looking at methamphetamine, you're looking at stuff like that. But low grade branch dope. I don't know if that would get somebody all the way to the, you know, onto another fellow's peg or or sweat wallet, you know, if it's women. Let's hear more. Let's get another call that came in, man. Um.
3: This is Josh from Australia. My topic is nipple piercings. I've just recently started dating this girl, and she's got two nipple piercings. I don't really know what to think about it. I haven't read too much into it. But I also want to know what your thoughts are and the listeners' thoughts on um, chicks or dudes with nipple piercings. Like, what does that say about someone's,
0: Look, man, I think it says, for one, that they, that they you know, they got no excuse not to have a spare house key on them. That is for sure. Uh, they should be able to usually get one extra hanging on there, you know, so that's not a bad deal at all. Never get locked out. Oh, that nipple piercing, I think it's kind of, it definitely seems sexy on a woman. When you think she's got nails right through her tits, you know, that's really, there's something erotic and almost biblical about it. You know, because they put God on the cross, baby. So everybody kind of has had their moment in the, you know, in the metal sun, um, if you will. So I don't think it's insane to want to get pierced up and and uh, put holes in your body or something like that. And I think if a woman got it, I, you know, I actually made love to a woman recently, and she had, she was really, uh, she had some piercings on her. You know, she had them hooters really, uh, she had them, you know. I mean, she'd taken them hooters to damn Home Depot, baby. You know what I'm saying? She had some real, um, you know, she had some real uh, metallurgy done on those things. I mean, there could have been a welder hanging off the bottom of one of them bitches, baby. She had them things. She had some real, you know, she had some. One of them had a damn door knocker on it. You know, that thing was, hello. So, um, so yeah, I like them. I like them, And, oh, man, I think it's crazy. You know, I remember one time I was doing a tour somewhere in Africa uh, with military, British military, I think. And I fell in there. He pulled out his wiener, and he had a big piercing on it. And it looked insane, bro. And I think the guy was, uh, you know what I'm saying? I think the guy had smoked a little too much weed, if you know what I'm saying, bro. You know what I'm talking about. So, praise God, brother. Um... What else, man? Uh, We'll do one or two more calls here. I appreciate you guys, as always, hitting the hotline, 985-664-9503. Here we go. Okay. Hear me out. I've
3: been watching your podcast for a while now, and how would you take this or, I don't even know how to word it. I don't know what to do. I fucked my best friend's mom. <laughs> and she won't leave me alone now. <laughs> and now I don't know what to do about it. So.
0: Well, I think it's a question of what kind of friend are you, brother? You know, you, you know, if you made love to your buddy's mother, of course she's going to like you because if it's your best friend, he likes you, your best friends. So you're just, you know, he came out of her. So you're going back to the, you know, you're going back to the front porch of his creation and hanging out there. So yes, the mother's going to like you. The kid likes you, you know, your buddy likes you. So. I think you got to just hit for the cycle, dude, and be a damn stepdad, brother. You know, step up to the plate. What, who else are you going to date? You're going to date somebody across town? Somebody that's working over there at the Dunkin' Donuts at the drive-thru or something? Somebody that's, you know, somebody, some weird person that when they go to a restaurant, they like fill their hand up with like salt or sugar and dip their finger in it while they're waiting to eat dinner? And lick it and then lick the salt or sugar off? Who are you going to date? Somebody like that? Or are you going to date your best friend's mom? And go in there and be a champion. Not only for her, but for your friend. Imagine that. Imagine one day you sit down with your buddy and you say, Hey man, I love you so much as a friend that I'm going to take care of your mother for the rest of her life. When you come over, I'm going to grill for you you know i'm going to f- get f- i'm going to get angry at you i'm going to fucking make you try and make you rake the yard and i'm going to fist fight you in uh, in your mother and i's own yard what do you want and what does god want ah oh, thank you guys so much for the calls man i love you guys man um all right all right let's take another call here Hey, this is Ivan from Union uh, Oklahoma. Uh,
3: went to Tulsa to see you recently. Loved it. It was great.
0: Thank you, man. Thank you for coming out. And thank you for uh, spending your time over there. Yeah, that was exciting, dude. That was an exciting night. Onward.
3: Uh, I was just wondering if you had any advice. Um, I let my the mother of my child down recently at least i have been for the past two years and i was a drunk and i'm finally realizing everything and trying to be better but apparently it's too late so you know i was wondering if you had any advice on how to keep on going man love you you helped me get through the hardest things thank you so much you.
0: uh thank you bro for the call man um I'm sorry that you're that you're suffering. Uh, but also, I'm glad that you are. You know, uh, and I say this, th- this is why I say that. Um, because. You know, it sounds like you have some realization now you're able to get some perspective, maybe that the way you've been operating has investment servicing you. Or those you care about the most, you know. You know, I don't have a, a wife or child or anything like that. But, yeah, it breaks my heart because I know it breaks your heart, man. You know. I know it breaks your heart to see you make the choice to not choose them. Mm. And that I can relate to. You know, I can relate to making choices that uh, that don't serve you. Or me, you know, or, you know, I can relate to making a choice that I know isn't good for myself and I do it again and again. I can relate to that, man. Um, So that's where I'm going to try to relate to you at. Uh, For one, thank you for even thinking to bring this up, you know, because I'm sure a lot of people struggle with this kind of stuff. And I say that I'm glad you're getting, you know, you're su- I'm glad you're suffering. I'm not glad you're suffering, but I'm glad that you're having this, some, some realization. Because there's some realization there in that suffering. There's some perspective. Um, because we need that. We need something to adjust the perspective enough so we can see that the operating we're doing isn't doing us well. And if I'm not operating well, then that means that there's something wrong with the operation or the operator. That's me something unaligned it's not wrong it's just something unaligned because i'm not choosing the best choices that are making me feel good um and so i got to adjust and for me that's where you know going leaning back into my program 12 steps that kind of stuff helps immensely it does magic behind the scenes that you can't even quantify um and it takes away that shame. That's what I hear in you too. I hear shame. I hear shame, man. Damn. And shame is what shame is. That trick shame is a trickster. Shame's play, you know, shame plays a dirty trombone, dog. That's a little soil soldier, dog. That's all he's got in, in that uh, in that music maker is sod, bruh. Because he, he's a dirty, shame is a dirty, because you start hearing, feeling your own shame, and then, that keeps you stuck. Shame is a mud. It's a real mud. So, anyway, man, I'm saying a lot of that stuff because uh, now you have some perspective. So, now you can see you, you got to make some adjustments so that you're making different choices towards the people you care about the most. Um, and it's possible. That's what I'm going to tell you. Here, I'll take these off too. I don't want to be talking serious with you not be able to see you, or as best I can. Um, You know, it's hard to choose love sometimes in the world. It's hard. It's hard. And I don't know why you're not doing it in your life. I don't know why. But there's a lot of people out there not doing it. You know, I've not done it a ton. There's areas of my life I'm not doing it. I'm choosing something else and I don't know why. And you know what? I don't exactly have to figure out that why. What I, what I do have to do is just a, a get myself into a place where I'm choosing the things I need to do, be choosing. And so that's where I believe that a 12-step program can help you out. Because uh, that has been the best success that I've had after all the things I've tried. That program, I feel like, has best given me the opportunity and the different feelings inside to have a new experience. Um, and it's not over with the gal. That's not over. She can't tell you uh, that everything's going to be okay right now. That's not fair. That'll keep you in the same spiral. You know, if she throws a life preserver into the toilet, you still in the toilet. You know what I'm saying, baby? You know, we got to get you into a damn bird bath, dog. That's where we got to get you. Um, so just don't be hard on yourself. Just try not, try not to be hard on yourself, and I think try something different. You know, I think trying a twelve step program will help a lot. Let me listen to the end again, so I can hear just again in case I missed anything.
3: For the past two years, and I was a drunk. And I'm finally realizing everything and trying to be better, but apparently it's too late. So you know, wondering wondering if you had any advice on how to keep on going, man, love you. Yeah.
0: And the advice will start to come from a higher power and from the program. So that will help you. You'll get it. It's, it's interesting. It'll start to get built into you. You just keep going to meetings and keep listening to people. And I would go to speaker meetings. You can go to them on Zoom first if you feel more comfortable. Um, and Because once you start to feel like you can keep on going, then you're going to feel like you can go further. But first you got to feel like you can go. And then it will all evolve, man. I promise you, I promise you, you will have other opportunities with this, with this person, with this child. you will have all of that. you know, All those things are possible. but now if you know that something's wrong and you continue to do, you continue to do it, then you are kind of choosing to suffer. You know, you said real, re, re, realized it, you know, you realize these things. So now you have knowledge. So once you have that knowledge, if you continue to do it, then you are choosing to suffer. You know, uh, and sometimes you may make that choice, but if it's a continued thing, man, it's, it, you know, and I just say it, I'm not judging you. I've done it. And that's where self-pity starts for me. I continue to stay in these loops and I don't even recognize it. I just continue to want to have a, a re, some reason to suffer, um, and I just don't want to see the same thing happen to you, man. That's that's happened to me before, you know. Uh, so, anyway, just don't feel alone, brother, and just keep your head up, baby. You know, because um, you're not alone, man. I mean, there's probably five hundred thousand people listening to this that are thinking of you, and that want you to want you to try. You know, they want you to try. You know, and I want you to try too. I know it's hard, man. It's hard, bro. It's hard to fucking try, especially when you have, the, there's a feeling inside of you like the world never, it never tried for you. This world never fucking tried for me. <clears throat> but that's, that's just a feeling, man. You know? And God gave you like a beautiful child or whatever you believe in gave you a beautiful child, man. And you got a voice. You have the ability to care about yourself enough to call. You have gifts. You have gifts, man. And, um, and I believe that you can do it, brother. I believe you can have a new experience. And that's what I want for you because it seems like that's what you want for you. So anyway, man, I'm not trying to preach at you, but uh, just letting you know that uh, you're not alone, baby. Gang. And I know right where you're going to end up, bruh. The same place we all are. You know where it is, bub. You on the come up, daddy. Thank you to everybody that came out and saw me this week. Montgomery, Augusta, Columbus.
1: I'm on a come up, yeah. Feel good after I've been so blue. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm on a comma. It feels so good to have a brand new view. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just broke off with my baby. Now I can finally get the love in you. Mm
0: -hmm. Come on, baby.
1: Well, I just moved up to Lucky Street when the mayor came and said to me, "Here
0: on the come up. That's Eddie Volt with the come up, man. You guys be good to yourselves, huh? You deserve it. Take care of yourselves. Thank you for uh, loving me when I can't even love myself at times. Um, I'm grateful to be a part of this. I really am. And uh, yeah, we tried our best on those shows, man. I'd say probably six out of eight of the shows on the past two weeks have been really just lights out couple was just almost lights out you know i'm kind of a perfectionist and that's okay you know uh it's definitely this you know this show has really picked up a lot of steam so i'm grateful to be out there and get to see you guys in person baby and um be good to yourselves baby gang
1: Uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh. well good things keep on coming a Tuscar loser
0: Volt. you guys are checking them out if you get a chance and uh we will be back next week uh we got a great guest coming in and then um we'll probably hit a solo episode after that and uh that's it you guys take care gang
1: ladies and gentlemen i'm jonathan kite and welcome to kite club a podcast where i'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events stand-up stories and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head.
2: You have three new voice messages.
1: A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long—longer than anybody else. So great. Aye, sweetheart. Easy, deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Do I mean? Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. Oh, I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is, tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is, tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.